0: Hey Adriana, what's what's a lackin'? <laughs> well, Jackie, it's a very big day here at uh, Palenka Enterprises. I'm uh, shopping for bralettes.
1: Listen, um, I love a bralette. I cannot wear a bralette.
0: It's yeah, yeah that the I I have very little. I have enough. I have enough boobage to fill a champagne coupe. So. You know, which in the nineteen twenties was considered the perfect size, right? It's little, you know, the little yeah, champagne coops. Yeah, coupes? yeah. You know. uh, have you ever so tested it? Because I made... have coops. We can I, test it. I would love we'll, to test <laughs> it. Actually, we'll, we'll do that because it looks like perfect.
1: Next time we'll go. We'll go to to my place. Next time you're at my place, I'll give you a coop and you can test. I can
0: just go into the bathroom yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, bralettes are made for me.
1: Yeah, they are not made for me. I I would love to wear a bralette, but what I've realized is, uh, and here's the thing: it's not that my boobs are saggy. They're actually if I don't wear a bra. You you could barely notice, mm-hmm. like with the exception of that nipple that's saying
0: hello, hello, hello how are you? Hi, is it cold down here? But um, yeah, it just doesn't do anything for me. No, so God I, bless. I would love to. Oh, I love them. Like I, it's so funny because when you see these bralettes, they're they're like a whisper of lace, mm-hmm. and I have one that's just like all sheer. And every time, like I'm handling it, I'm it's it's so delicate. It feels like it's a Kleenex. <laughs> And I would put that on, my boobs would be like, set me free, incredible hole, yeah. out, boom. <laughs> <laughs> There would just be mesh and thread everywhere. Exactly, and I'm like, oh, that did not work out. <laughs> <laughs> the boobs have conquered once again. <laughs> anyway, Jackie.
1: How's it going? Good. I, we're we're talking about hinge today, right? Well, we're going to talk a lot about a lot of things, but I think uh, one of the things that I've noticed is... Uh, I am like 30 seconds away from deleting my app. I know I've been saying this for two weeks now, but the only reason why I haven't is because it's such a source of entertainment and you and I have noticed some like weird shit on Hinge this last oh, week.
0: Oh, yes. And even with the new user interface on Hinge, have you seen that? I user? haven't noticed it. So I opened it this morning for kicks, and I really don't enjoy it. It's, what's What's different? Um, so the buttons are different. Ooh, um, everything is slightly gonna more That's going to create rounded. some accidental swipes. Oh, yeah. But I. it's just... The thing is, what I laughed at is you tried to improve the UI, but it still doesn't improve the content. The content, I is, know, the content
1: is so. the content is... Full moon today, and I could tell because there were some fucking goblins and werewolves on this stupid app. Quite literally. Like mythical creatures from a negative sense. Quite literally. There was the guy this week, and I sent you the screenshot, where Mm -hmm. he kept posting pictures with him and a fake baby doll that I'm sure is used for like CPR purposes and things like that. Honey, if you don't have any pictures of yourself... Where without like, a weird without baby, a weird
0: CPR doll? Ask Come a on.
1: friend. Yeah. Ask a friend to take some. Like, do these guys legitimately not think to themselves? I should they, probably put some decent. They probably of? think it's funny. They probably maybe.
0: They probably think it's. Then funny. there
1: was uh, the other guy that I sent you. Where all he wrote was, "I'm from, from Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan." Yeah, yeah. over. Just it. tell me
0: you don't have a personality.
1: J- Honestly, but Just if you tell, tell, tell me, me you're from Saskatchewan, maybe you're Just telling tell me, me that you don't have yeah. a personality. I'm kidding. Love love the, no, plenty love of the people, province.
0: Plenty of people with personality from Saskatchewan, but whoa. Yeah, it was wild. Um, for me this week, uh, there were a lot of suddenly people who were being very cagey about their jobs. Oh,
1: no one posts their jobs anymore.
0: No which one posts their job anymore. Which for me is like
1: a filter. But you remember you, you had mentioned to me, you're like, I saw this guy who only posted... His high school and he was 50.
0: Yeah, but that Like, prob- what have you done in the last but 30 that's years, That probably sir?
1: means he doesn't have anything other than a
0: high school education, which is fine. Yeah. But like, yeah. for me, that's a filtering Just, tool. yeah, give me an idea what are you doing in your life. Yeah. Because guess what? Um, I don't date jobless people anymore.
1: Well, so... You know how you were like, oh, the, uh, there's a guy who posted only like four things about... It. I had one guy who literally posted three elements to
0: his profile. Mm-hmm. Where he lives. Mm-hmm. Not his height.
1: His age. No, actually, I think I screenshot it because I was like, this is wild. Like, it's getting to a point where I'm like, these guys are really trying incredibly hard not to provide us with any information. Right, because
0: they don't want to oh, here judged. it is. He put his age, his height, and where he lives. That's it. Nothing else. Well, it's they're so afraid to be judged, and yet they judge us for every little detail, like because we're not hypocrisy. Meanwhile,
1: we're not high. We're not high value women. I'm telling you, I'm so I am on a quest to figure out what that really means. It's such a vague and subjective term. It
0: really bothers me. God bless. Um, My only enjoyment of this week was uh, the one profile that had me howling in the aisles was this italian who was just totally alpha male and his whole profile was i'm a guy i like manly things you'd better be small and cute and fit are you serious oh yeah yeah he was like and if you don't like it then swipe yeah exclamation point i got baggage exclamation point
1: god bless uh, Like god bless the woman that ends up with him because you know what there will be a woman that yes, ends up with him. Yes, because she'll
0: want to fix her upper. She's like, I can fix him. So He's manly. Exactly. So I went to the place where I buy jeans, and I always have this great discussion with um, the guy who owns it. I've been going there for years. And he said, what I told my daughter when she was dating was three things. There are three red flags that tell you everything you need to know. One, if he comes to pick you up at the house, he just sits in his car and is, he honks. Oh yeah, that's a disrespect thing. It's disrespect thing. I'd
1: rather you just don't show up to my yeah.
0: house. If if he drives you home and he doesn't wait for you to get into the house, okay. But can we? Agree, disrespect Do you thing. think that these are like some old school things? I think he's totally right though because hold on a second. I, I'm, oh, I'm the sorry. third one. Sorry, I'm so cool sorry. On. You know how on. excited I get. Also, if he has zero relationship with his mother and he hates his mother, oh, that I agree with. It's he's he has a problem with women. And I get that picking up and dropping off. That's no longer the case, right? Because, yeah. but I think he makes an excellent point in that if this person is not actively interested in making sure that you're okay and that you're being well taken care of at every step of the date, doesn't care about you, doesn't care about or, you, nor will
1: he ever care, about nor will he ever
0: care, about you. he ever care about you. If on the first date he can't be kind, he's not going to be kind.
1: Well, I think this is the other thing too. You know, we, we talk a lot about red flags. I'm starting to realize how quickly these red flags are changing and like I'm adding to the list more. Nothing is getting removed from the list.
0: No, God, no.
1: My God, this red flag situation is becoming the encyclopedia of like, mm-hmm. oh, hell no. You know Does what I mean? Does he have
0: friends? Does yeah. he have real bedsheets?
1: Like it's becoming, it's coming to a point where I'm starting to realize that, and, and we see this a lot on social media. Like I find like TikTok has really highlighted this. These guys fucking suck. Yeah, like I have yet to see a guy who doesn't have any red flags, you know. And like that's some rare. of the things that we've been talking about over the year, like over the year, I guess, has have really just it, like prove us wrong, prove me wrong, dude. Yeah, show me that that's not a red flag. When yeah. instead, all you're doing is like solidifying my belief that like it's 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 problematic out there.
0: It is, and this this I think is a, a nice time to segue into um this video that you shared with me yeah by scott galloway
1: yeah so um just like you know obviously our friends know that we're, we're doing a podcast right mm-hmm. um and a friend of mine sent this video over which i shared with you and i've actually shared with a few other people so scott galloway has a show called the prof g show where he shares statistics essentially right and and breaks them down and this particular one was talking about how people meet right um From a romantic standpoint. And the graph was wild.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Just talking about the shift over time of how we used to meet people and how we meet people now. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think he said, what, 40% of couples are now meeting online? That's right.
1: Today, 40% of couples, or 4 out of 10, I think he said, are meeting online. Whereas before... The kind of online revolution. The predominant way of meeting people was through friends. I think he
0: said yeah, one out and of then three. Bars and restaurants. That's right. Second. Yeah. I think the part that I find totally interesting about this, and this relates back, of course, to our whole conversation last time about our dating apps. Dead. Forty percent. It's not bad, but it's not great. And. In his video, he talks about the fact that dating apps are optimized for attention and not social interest. That's right, yeah. So even Hinge, that's the app that was designed to be deleted. Yeah, and let's be real. The creators never really said why it was supposed to be deleted. Yeah, it's uh, designed to be deleted because you're fucking <laughs> fed app. You want to you wanna end this torture. Yes, and I think this is what we have to realize is that dating apps are no better than Facebook. Oh no. They want our data and they want our eyeballs in order to sell advertising dollars. They don't want us to find somebody quickly. No, no. Because that takes money out of their pocket. 100%. And this whole way we just throw ourselves at dating apps as if it's some kind of like non-profit organization helping the lonely, they are profiting. And I want to stress from the loneliness.
1: The 4 out of 10 people that are meeting online, what's happening to the 6 out of 10 people who mm-hmm. aren't, right? Like are they all online? What's what's the rate of people who are online dating and the success rate, right? That actually well, are 40, able to meet
0: people. 40% met online, but what was the success rate? Are they still together? Are after they still five success- years? Well,
1: even just beyond that, right? How many people are just perpetually online and never meet someone? Because mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I have a lot of friends who have been online dating for a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hi. some y- Yeah, on and off for more than a decade. And many of them have had, and when I'm talking about success, it comes back to what you're looking for online, right? So in their case, they're looking for a long-term relationship. You know, many of them are looking to get married. And after 10 years, it hasn't happened. They Mm -hmm. have barely had like a real relationship coming out of this. So what what what's the what's the deal, right? Like at a certain point, I always say I'm like, I can't do that. At a certain point, I'm gonna have to take a massive break. Because I would lose my shit. Like mm-hmm. it is not okay. So yeah, like if we're if we're really looking at this, what's what's really going on, you know?
0: I don't know. I did an informal poll or just a, an evaluation, an audit, if you will, of all the relationships that I know that have gotten together started in the last few years. Very few of them were online. Interesting. Yeah, the, the gay ones, definitely online. Well,
1: the other thing, too, is um, I
0: think... Oh, but only one straight couple that I know that has met in the last five years actually met through a hookup.
1: And here's the Twitter. thing.
0: Um,
1: I, I think that's really interesting because I think before five years ago, like ten years ago, when dating apps were more novel, I think that there was a probably a better success rate because the people that you were getting on there, it wasn't every Tom, Dick, and Harry because I think we're at a... Like, for those who understand marketing and understand the product life cycle, I believe that dating apps are in the maturity phase of the product life cycle. Yeah. And every like every single person is on them, right? Mm-hmm. Because a few different Even factors: cell phones are readily available; pretty much everyone has one. It's easy to put a profile together. So this is what's happening. Whereas I think ten years ago, it was less common because it was more like a trendy thing.
0: Yes. You see I mean, what I it was mean? New.
1: It was new, so the quality was probably better. Exactly. Oh hold
0: on a second. I have to clear I have a little frog in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> ah much better. Um spring allergies people, they're a thing. But all this to say, one yes. of the other things he said in the video, because it was a short video, but
1: full of like oh, really good stuff. Really good.
0: We'll put the link in the bio so that you can go yeah. and look at it for yourself. It's, is uh...
1: the, the stats about men and how the bottom 80% of male Tinder users are competing for 20% of female users. Yep. And this comes back to what we were talking about in other episodes, which is it's the same guys over and over again. Yep. Where are these like, quote unquote, high value men? I fuck. I love the you're, you're not territory. gonna let that one go. I yeah, because I,
0: men? I, the joke is there are some guys that I I started using apps in my early thirties, so I'm probably closer to fifteen years. Yeah. Of use, right? Um, and I've used them on and off through the years. Like I've had, I think the longest relationship was maybe six to eight weeks that lasted, but uh, I have seen. This, there are some faces that were around in the beginning. But that's what scares me. we are still there. I'm seeing the, the same al- guys yes. after two, three years of using the act. So the algorithm, because of course my question is, what about the other 20% of men and what about the other 80% of women? 100%. Like, I want to know who, am I in that 20% of women? Doubtful. I don't think I am. No.
1: Because I see the same bullshit men over, over and over, and over, over again. again. Yeah. And... And also, you know, when they give you the most compatible and you're like, what? I have to tell you, the most compatible thing is the most insulting thing to me. First off, racist. They see that like brown hair, you know, Mediterranean looking. So they send pretty much every like Arab dude my way. Really? Yeah. I have to tell you, it got to a point where I'm like, if I have another guy called like Amin or Mustafa, I'm not even joking. No, no. Sent my way. I'm going to be like, okay, unless Montreal is pretty much just... Turning into, like... No, but that, that's the algorithm. That's, so the algorithm. that's the algorithm. So the algorithm
0: is showing you more of the type that swipes right on, on you. Me. Exactly. So there are a lot of... But um, they're feeding it to those guys as well. Of course you they You see are. what I mean? So they feed into it. As soon as they see the whisper of a, of a right. pattern, they feed into it. They lean into it. And then the other thing that's really
1: bothering me is lately... A lot of these quote-unquote compatible guys have no jobs listed, mm-hmm. no interests, And I'm like, what, what makes this compatible? What are you evaluating this quote-unquote exactly. compatibility on? Like exactly. maybe it's you have to change your wording. Maybe it's not so much this is your most compatible to this is the type of guy who generally swipes on you.
0: Yep. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. Because my most compatible they're usually the ones that have like almost zero description mm-hmm. or they're like no drama looking for an easygoing girl and i'm like what how did that happen because i stocked up my profile with details about who i am and, and what i like that's and what the, i do that's the thing that really bothers me i'm
1: putting in the effort but then you're sending guys my way that have no effort in the profile yeah no the algorithm is bullshit yeah so uh hinge like work on that okay like yeah. You need to, like, self-reflect and realize that you're not doing a very good job. No, but
0: they're doing an excellent job because their whole goal yeah, they want is to stay data on and ad money, and they're getting it.
1: But the other th- term that I really liked from the video was the term mating inequality. Oh,
0: that one was a goodie.
1: Oh, my God. I'm going to start That's using true. that. So the whole idea behind mating inequality is, do you want to... Talk about it like you, you explain it. And okay, then I have a good example. So, he was essentially alluding to how, as in the US, especially, there's an issue with like income inequality, right? Mm-hmm. And he was essentially saying that the same can be applied to dating and yeah. how there's a mating inequality, and in, in, in the sense that not everyone is going to be given the same quote unquote opportunities when it comes to dating, yes, right?
0: In essence, yes, and there's a certain kind of I don't want to say victimhood, but people lean into it because okay. because of their shame, because of their tra- trauma, because of their, their things that they haven't healed. Like the thing that drives me crazy on TikTok is there's a whole trend of when are we going to start seeing really hot guys with average looking girls? I mean, I see that all the time though. No, but the point is we're feeding into our own insecurities. Yeah, Like, who cares what your dude looks like and what you look like? There is still very much this um, trend that you have to be matched with someone who's in the same league as you.
1: But I will say this, though. It's very
0: superficial, very shallow. It is,
1: yeah, for sure. But I will say this, though. Uh, I don't disagree with this idea that when I look at... And granted, we really need to see a man's perspective on Hinge. Like, I want to see what guys what type of women are on a guy's profile, okay? Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, when I see, like, my friends that are on profiles, and th- I'm thinking to myself, these are, like, high-quality women.
0: Mm-hmm. There's that word again. High-value...
1: Wi- f- like, I no, fucking no. love it. It's, but it's, but again, feel it out joking, I have to... Fine. I'm going to do, like, research and figure out, like, what that essentially means. But long story short, these women have a lot to offer, and yet I don't see the, the same for men. Yeah. And I don't want to be mean about it, but it's like, you know... You don't really like. You're not posting your job, so I can't even evaluate you on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your pictures don't essentially highlight your physical beauty. You're not giving me anything in your prompts to highlight like your interests and
0: so. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, there's nothing to there's nothing to base it on.
1: There's nothing to base it on. Like you think that women are just gonna like. Like, drop to their knees the moment they they see you? Like, come on. see, again, the dating apps are just playing to our worst insecurities and fears. And the thing is, you know how, like, Bumble's always like, oh, it's the the app for women? If you were really the app for women, you would give women a lot more power in this. Like how? I mean, I I really believe in, like, the feedback process, right? Which is, like... And it could be problematic, and I'm sure that some people are going to have opinions about this. But could you imagine a dating app where I go on a date with a guy and he was an absolute terror? I'm able to go onto the app and provide some kind of feedback about this dude so that another woman who's reading
0: through, it could be like, kind of like the Uber rating, you know? Yes, but there's a problem with that because, of course... Exactly. Not everybody's going to be honest about things. 100%. And, you know, you can even say, if we want to refer back to West Elm Caleb. Um, we just did it through social media. They did it through social media. So there was a certain kind of critical mass of women who came forward and said, this guy is just a lazy ass love bomber He's not all that interested. He drops you. He treats you poorly. He sends you pictures of his dicks unsolicited. And Spotify playlists. And Spotify playlists. (laughs) So so there was a critical mass of of women who kind of came forward. But it is really dangerous. Uh, You have somebody whose intentions are less polished or less well-intentioned. And it, it could easily turn into a smear campaign and we, and we don't want we don't, but, want, we but don't like, want good people to be smeared but the, and this
1: is why I said it could be complicated but I feel like there is a way around that I feel like there's a way like for instance you know how Hinch has like oh you can give one rose a week mm-hmm. maybe it's the same thing you can give one negative feedback about a guy in like a month time span or like for every guy that you go on a date with you know yeah because I feel like interesting. Because I feel like that's part of the issue is that you have these guys who continuously do the same bullshit with girls time and time again. And maybe if I knew that ahead of time, I wouldn't be so quick to swipe on this guy and waste my time. Because this is the other thing I realized. Most of the dates I went on this year, they were a waste of my time. Like, were they fun? No. Did I have a really good time? No. Did I get anything out? Well, I paid for most of the dates, so no. So I'm uh,
0: poorer. No, but you learned more about what you want. Yeah, did I though? Like, like really? Jackie's like, oh, I'm not so sure. Listen,
1: I'm, I'm less, I'm poorer than I was before. I'm, you know, more exhausted than I was
0: before. I don't know. Okay. You so know? here we are again, once again, I think we're just gonna call this episode our Dating App's Dead Part 2. Um... But maybe in our next episode, we have to start talking about what other options actually exist. Well, I got to tell you, when I heard those statistics, I was a little bit scared because
1: I started thinking to myself, maybe there really aren't any other options. When I saw that graph and how dominant the online dating was mm-hmm. in relation to the other factors, I said to myself, maybe there is no other way. So we should probably do a brainstorm about it and start thinking about it.
0: Yeah. So uh, what do you think? Our dating app's dead. What's going on? If you've had a really stellar experience, please let us know. Because maybe you're, in us. That, maybe
1: you're that top 20% of women because I don't think I am. And Oh, oh I'm
0: definitely not. Um, Jackie, we're going to be back and uh, we're going to maybe have solutions to things. I have a, yeah. I have or a just little... more ranting. Or more. Jackie's on a rant phase. <laughs> <laughs> While wearing my new bra then. <laughs> Bye, Bye Bye.